Well, hello, and welcome to the Partner Connection. This is Dell Technologies Partner Program Podcast, and I'm Cheryl Cook, and today I'm really delighted to be speaking with Janine Hapanowitz, who is our CTO and Senior Vice President of Technology Transformation and Services here at Dell Technologies. And we are so excited to have Janine with us today, and we're going to have a discussion and a conversation around how innovation and digital transformation is taking shape inside Dell Digital. So we're delighted to have her give us the inside skinny. And I know we say digital transformation, we're enabling and empowering our partners and helping our customers. And we're no different. As a company at Dell, we have a lot of initiatives underway on how to modernize our business. And Janine's at the heart of that. So we're going to talk to her a little bit about how she empowers more productive developers and is reimagining the developer experience. So Janine, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Cheryl. You, like several people at Dell, have one of the longer titles because I know we like to wear a couple hats with what we do, but you're in a really exciting place in the company inside Dell Digital. And we like to say we're drinking our own champagne. We're innovating and bringing technologies to market that I know we're deploying internally. So tell us about your role and what you're focused on. Yeah, thank you. I do have two jobs, which you're right, my title is a little long, but on the CTO side, really the primary responsibilities of the organization are around developing and using emerging technologies and figuring out how we implement those technologies within Dell Digital which in large part have driven our own digital transformation. And that could be things like our DevOps practice and scaling that across the organization, or it could be things like AI and ML technology or building platforms for other personas to use, such as the data science community, or it's any of the automation technologies. So on the CTO side of my world, I get to play with a lot of new technologies and figure out how they can dramatically change the way that Dell Digital works. And on the other side of my role, I have the privilege of leading the services application development organization, which is very fun because it lets us take a bunch of what we're doing around the emerging technologies and apply that to the services development team. So it's a win-win for us. So that's really what we're responsible for within my team. Well, I'll tell you, like I said, really stimulating part of the business, both in how we serve our customers and partners and services, but as you said, how we're modernizing and deploying our own capabilities inside the company. So, you know, you mentioned DevOps and clearly as we engage with our partners, those are new emerging methodologies and practices that are helping a lot of our customers tackle their business problems. But You're kind of right there with the developer community who's leveraging some of these new technologies and capabilities. So talk about what developing a world-class developer experience means and how you're approaching that in your role. So I would just take one step back first and just talk about probably the most overused terms in technology, which is digital transformation. But when you really break that down, what that means is how do you harness the power of your development organization to create applications that change the way that your business operates? 
And it can be a lot of other things, but I would say at its soul, digital transformation is about enabling your development community. And so when you take that context and you look at most IT organizations, and this is sad but true, there was an IDC study out last year that documented what I'm about to say, and that is most IT organizations spend very little time with fingers on keyboards writing code. The IDC study said that it was at about 16% of time was spent writing code. And when we measured this in 2017 within Dell, we were actually only at 20% of our time writing code. And I say this a lot, but I think it's just true. When you think about the productivity and the efficiency of an IT organization, and if you just forget the technology and think about a manufacturing organization, manufacturing facilities can't operate at 20% capacity. Yet that's what most IT organizations operate at less than that. Because if your primary responsibility is to develop code and you're at 16% of your capacity, it's just not a sustainable model. And that's why there's so much frustration, I think, with IT organizations. So at the core of digital transformation is going from 20% for us to a goal that we set at 80%. And seems lofty, but I will tell you that four years into this, we're at about 75% of time of our developers spend writing code. Easy to say, hard to do. The way that we achieved that was it was always the people process technology. The old adage is true, but I would say at its core was creating a developer experience, which basically is a few things. One, it was a completely self-service infrastructure provisioning and basically private cloud provisioning. And two, it is a super robust DevOps capability, which allows our developers between those two things, allows our developers to be super productive in their day-to-day work. Those are some interesting statistics and rather (laughs) impressive when you look at how much you've achieved in just four short years. I remember there were studies even longer ago on how much time an internal development team would be spent at maintaining code versus innovating and creating new code, which is the heart of what you're getting at. And when you look at the pace of change right now that all of us are navigating, what makes the approach you outlined when you said self-service and you said you're using DevOps and you're allowing them to be more innovative How is that so much far and away more effective? I think it really starts, that's where the people slash culture part of the organization really comes into play. And again, I say this quite a bit, but easy to say, hard to do. You have to give your organizations, they have to be empowered to drive change. They have to be able to learn because think about it, technology is changing daily. You can't expect people that are in technology, that love technology to stay stagnant, right? There's nobody that I know in technology that even wants to do that, right? They realize that there are changes all around them. They want to try new things. They want to experiment with new technology. And you've got to create a culture that lets an organization safely navigate through that. And you have to create the space for people to learn, experiment, and sometimes fail. And that is counter to most companies' DNA. I know lots of management books have been talking for years about creating organizations that allow people to fail, but the truth of the matter is that 
technology is a process of experimenting and you have to give people the space to do that. And then what happens when you create that type of culture and people know they can try things, they can implement things, they can pull it back, they can retry it from what they learned. You conduct retrospectives on when you've made mistakes. You are in fact building a culture of people that are doing their best and most innovative work. And I do think at its core, you have to actually focus on a cultural change as well as a technology change. Wow. You're hitting at what we're so proud of at Dell, actually, is the power of our culture. And being in such a large, both the services side of the business and the IT side in this new normal reality we're in around do your work from anywhere. And you've got a group of really innovative, creative people. When you embrace this new modern model, have you had any insights or challenges or opportunities where globally diverse development teams, your team must be all over the world, Mm -hmm. on how you harness that efficiency, productivity, and that spark of innovation with people being so remote and so diverse? Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but that's a really, really good point as much of what we've built is used from anywhere, right? So when you think about deploying through our DevOps pipeline, right? Obviously you can do that anywhere. When you think about self-service, whether it's self-servicing your infrastructure or self-servicing your database or self-servicing any of the services that you as a developer need to get your job done, right? If you're not reaching over the cube wall, tapping somebody on the shoulder and saying, hey, can you help with this, right? You're essentially interacting with tools that have made your job much easier to do. And that was something that we had set out to do in terms of creating great self-service experiences as we really, really worked with the development community as we were developing the capabilities, we got their feedback, we ran experiments, we tried new things, we pulled things back, we tried other new things, and we really created collectively as an organization a set of capabilities that can be used anywhere. And I will tell you, Cheryl, if you look at just where we got, and we were talking about this yesterday in Jen's operations review, since 2019, we had about 3 million pipeline runs. Okay, in a pipeline run, think of that as a a developer taking an action in a pipeline, right? Like you could be running a test, you could be deploying code, think of it as that. This year, we're forecasted to hit over 25 million runs. We calculated 833% improvement, right? Wow. Now, you you can say, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. You know, how'd you get there? But the fact of the matter is the results speak for themselves. Like buckling down, creating self-service options at both an infrastructure and at a private cloud level. And we can deploy to the public cloud through broker services within our private cloud, but most of our workloads run on the private cloud and creating a super robust pipeline, you know, that really takes care of so many of the things that developers used to struggle with, whether it's running code quality scanning or running security scans or checking for inclusive language or checking and validating that the code is written following the 12 factor principles, which is like for cloud native development. Like any of those things, we do all of those things in an automated way in our pipeline. So we've taken the burden off of our developers. 
The results are in the form of our increased productivity. And if you didn't believe all that, we also know that our user stories, just 2022 last year, they were three times larger. And we've got a pretty sizable development organization, right? So the user stories, which think of that as like a widget of measurement for creating code, they grew by three times. So we were running somewhere around 50 something thousand user stories. Last year, we hit 183,000 user stories-ish. And this year, we're already 40% higher than that. Oh my gosh. Right? So it's crazy. Like we see it in everything that we're doing. It's really fascinating to have this conversation because you're sharing your expression that is so close to how you've created an innovation engine, right? I mean, the whole Dell Digital IT organization is fueling at the pace. When you read the statistics you're outlining and you look at the overall company performance in the backdrop of the pace that the market is moving, we've been celebrating earnings in the last few quarters that are record-breaking earnings. It's just crazy, but you're sharing the expression of what it takes to stand all that up (laughs) and fuel all that to be able to operate a company of our scale at the velocity we've been running. It's really remarkable. So kudos to you and Jen and the entire team. I know, like you said, it sounds easy and I know how difficult it must be to do. And I just know the pressures all companies in the world right now are undergoing, right? Whether it's supply chain and keeping up with the needs of the business, you're right at the heart of staying aligned with the business and the business strategy. So talk a little bit about that, because I think as a company like Dell at our size and scale, it's a marvelous example of IT supporting and being integrated into the overall strategy of the business to ensure that we're unlocking and enabling that pace of growth. So talk a little bit about the IT innovator. Yeah, I would say you're also raising another really good point that I would like to repeat. And that is at the core, every company that is going to be in business 20 years from now, they're leveraging technology for growth. I don't actually think, as you think about the fastest growing double digit growth companies, I think every one of them have a very robust technology infrastructure and technology teams driving that, right? And I don't really know that in the future, it'll be realistic that growth comes from anything other than technology. Yes, it will come from good ideas, but it's always going to have technology at its core. And I think that's really important. And so then when you kind of extend that into how do you work with your business partners and how do you get your business partners in the boat with you and how do you create a culture of innovation and get the latitude to do the innovative work that you want to need to on behalf of your business partners, I think that comes with proving yourself, right? I think you've got to get some of the early wins under your belt with your business partners and prove to them that this transition and this journey that you're on has benefits for them. One of the things that we do within Dell Digital is we run in a product model, which is not a new model. It's a business model that I operated in the first decade of my career. I was in a product organization, but the product model is about putting your customer at the center of everything you do. And that means no matter who your customer is, you're talking to your customer 
you're understanding what their needs are, and you're using technology to solve their problems. And you may be using technology in a pretty innovative way that has never been envisioned before. And then as you get your business partner's trust, as you gain credibility, as you have small successes, and those successes start to grow, and then together, the business side and the IT side, when they work together and you're literally developing user stories and you're sitting, air quote, sitting side by side, developing code, and you're looking at the outcome of that code real time, that is actually the key to how you drive growth and how you drive innovation. You have to have your customer at the center. And the only way that I know that that really works is by running in a product model in an IT organization. Clearly, you're delivering some phenomenal results. And I know our partners listening to this, this is also what they do, right? They really engage and help our customers navigate the complexity, but not just the benefits that this hybrid cloud, private cloud, world of modern cloud native development can unlock and unleash, but it's how do you be responsive to the business at the pace of change we're all experiencing with high quality, right? And high results, which you're having to to deliver every day, which is pretty remarkable. So are there any big dreams? I know you're four years into this journey. I think clearly from some of the results and the evidence you've just shared, it's pretty phenomenal results. What's next? What are you hoping if we're back chatting on this in the next couple of years, you'd look back and say, we went from here to there. What would that look like? Yeah, I think that this next evolution or the continued evolution is really around a few things. One is creating very personalized experiences for customers, right? And I think that's going to be one of the major things that we have to really figure out over the next couple of years. People have an expectation when they're getting something from you that that experience is really tailored for them. And there have been companies out there that have done a remarkable job there. I think the other thing that is going to continue to scale the practice at Dell and at other companies is continuing this journey along the lines of low code, no code. Because when you really, really think about if you take a step back at what we've done, and there's a lot of technology that's involved, but when you get down to very basic concepts, I think I would say that this is very much about standardizing your environment. And that actually starts while our DevOps journey was four years, our pivot to the cloud, building our private cloud, public cloud, cloud native, that really started just post EMC integration. So that part of building your foundational capabilities actually also takes years. And then building your DevOps practice on top of that, they can be done at the same time. But for us, it was a little bit longer than four years. If you look at that in total, those things taken together, I think are the future and creating no code experiences or low code experiences for your developers further take off the burden of dealing with things that you don't want your developers dealing with. And when you think about the digital transformation, harnessing what your developers can deliver, that happens by taking the low value work off their plate. And I think that journey will continue for us for the next two to three years. Yeah. It's just 
remarkable. I love the personalized experience. And you're just sharing another expression of how can automation mm-hmm. help relieve your developers' time and capacity for them to innovate and do what they do best, right? It's the repeatable administrative task can now be done by automation. We're actually having a very similar conversation inside marketing. If you talk about what marketing technology and tools and automation can do for marketers or into other, it's just, it's really fascinating about the levels of abstraction that it actually is so true to unleash and deliver. And I'll give you kudos to your team because honestly, I don't know another story where you could have navigated the merging of Dell and EMC, which was the largest IT merger in history, mm-hmm. to now a company at our size and scale, largest in the industry, navigating through a pandemic, unprecedented demand for the technology, while at the same time you're reimagining and innovating the way you do work. Are you tired? I mean, my goodness, I can't imagine how much more you'd be navigating at the same time. It's remarkable. (laughs) No, I have tons of energy. We have lots left to do. And it's an amazing team from the leadership to every developer. Like we really have a great team here and we built a great culture here. And I think everybody is rowing in the same direction. So I think it's definitely a team sport, all 12,000 or so people that are in or support this organization. And we also use partners. So it's absolutely part of our strategy. So it's definitely been a team sport for us. Well, it's really a wonderful story. And I love hearing a little closer to, as I said, we drink our own champagne, whether it's running Dell on Dell, but implementing and test and learn and developing in these new modern ways that all of our customers are navigating and we're showing them the way. So you said rowing in the same direction and growing in the same direction, true. So that's pretty phenomenal. Thank you so much for your story. But before I let you go, Mm -hmm. I always end these discussions with a little bit of a curveball, just in closing something fun that you would share. What's a fun fact? about Janine that might not be on your resume, we as colleagues might not know about you, what would be a fun fact that you could share? Hmm. Well, um, if we were on video, you would see that I have a army of dogs that often come to my all of my Zoom calls. Uh, <laughs> we have three and sometimes four. We have a cat. So it's quite the... Uh, animal loving household over here. And that would be my, my probably fun fact for you. Well, I love that too. I have just for this conversation, I have put my chief marketing officer away <laughs> to bed so that she's not here sharing with us because she'd be enthusiastic. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mine are also outside right now. So yes, I, I'm with you. Exactly. Well, Janine, thank you so much for sharing just a little bit about all the excitement going on in Dell Digital. And again, congrats and kudos to you and your team for all that we've watched you achieve. And I know there is so much more ahead and so much more to do, but we appreciate all that you do for us and our customers and for us in Dell. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. We appreciate the forum and the time.
Well, Janine, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. We appreciate you being here so much. And we sure hope you're enjoying the podcast. So please subscribe, rate, review, and give us feedback. And be sure to tune in in the next couple of weeks for the next episode of The Partner Connection. Until then, everyone be safe and stay well. Mm -hmm.